0: Hey. Hi everybody, welcome back to Brunch and Slay. I'm your host Amira Sain, here and today joining us I have one creative who I have been waiting to interview for weeks now, Erin Borges, the founder of GoGo Go Gift Bags. Hi, Erin.
1: Hi, Amira. How are you today?
0: I am so good and so happy to be chatting with you. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, likewise, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh yeah. So first of all, I got I got to give a shout out to Natalie Frank for creating Rising Tide Society because that's how I lucked upon uh, Erin she is an innovative woman who is really changing things up for all of us women who are on the go and I mean not even just women just the world she took an idea that all of us should have thought of like 20 years ago and it came to her because it was her nugget. It was for her. And she not only had that idea, but she put action behind it. So Erin has the coolest gift bag that I've ever seen. And it actually has the tissue paper in it. And it's cut beautifully. And basically, when you have to give someone a gift, you just need a go-go gift bag, period. You need to just stock up your shelves and your gift drawers or your wrapping, all that, wrapping paper's gone, gift bags are here. So Erin, I have to ask where this idea came from, and we'll just start there.
1: Well, thank you first for the kind introduction and hello to every Rising Tide Society member as well. It's a a wonderful group of collaborative creatives for women and and some men as well, but um, it's just a fantastic bunch, and I appreciate meeting you through the platform as well. Um, Go-go gift bag was invented out of necessity i'm a busy mom and when my daughter started preschool we got invitations to two or three birthday parties each weekend and it was all of a sudden so we had a lot of different events to attend and i found myself running to the store getting a gift getting the bag getting the tissue and on one of those occasions i realized wait i have so much tissue already at home. And I'm buying more in increments of 10. So I realized right away that spending 2 to $3 for a 10 pack of tissue and storing the majority of that purchase because I was only using two or three sheets was becoming wasteful, expensive, and it really was unstylish. When I was styling the gift bag, it wasn't something that I was really proud of, and I didn't feel like it evoked care. Um, and it was doubling the cost of my inexpensive gift. So I went home right after the party and I thought I've got to develop a better way and I started thinking about just the gift bag industry in general. So many industries evolve and have innovation and constant new designs and change and things that consumers love and gift bags have really stayed the same for 30 years. We've, we've had the same uh, four walls and a bottom <laughs> um, and the designs are beautiful and changing but really the utility has been the same. So what I did is I decided that it would be great uh, for consumers not to have to purchase two items, save their money, save their time, and have something that's a lot more stylish that's all built together. So the GoGo gift bag blooms. It actually has tissue that's built in and it blooms just by fanning and separating the ply totally conceals the gifts and the tissue now is pre-coordinated with the gift bag so it looks better than anything that you could have done you know independently and it's just it's so pretty you've got to experience it it's, it's just really changing the whole industry
0: yeah I mean it really just makes sense and I told you I think that was like one of the first things I told you I'm like, I feel like this is something like why didn't I think of that like why hadn't we thought of this before but I'm glad you did I really am one of those things is always, you know,
1: the simple things in life that can turn into really big tasks if they're being done all the time. And this was something that I found myself doing quite often. And I was looking at other people's lifestyles as, is this just me or, <laughs> you know, is something I should fix? We've all been doing this this way for so long. And when I realized everybody's been doing it this way, busy moms, you know, men, women, kids, adults, young, old, uh, I thought I've got to do something here and change it.
0: Yes. And kudos to you for doing that. Now I have to ask too. So, you know, you meet people all the time who have great ideas and it's just a great idea. How did you even get this started in mass production? Because you could have just seriously, you know, been a person who did this on Etsy or just, you know, did it locally. How did you take that idea and make it a true reality?
1: Well, and I've done that before. And I think that that was the lesson As I, I was that person before. I had ideas growing up in, in, in my 20s and 30s where I had ideas and I would share that with my husband or my mom or my sister. Hey, you know, and I would tinker and almost make a prototype. Isn't this cool? And everyone, yeah. And that's where it would die. <laughs> we just look <laughs> at that. That's No one knew what to do. Um, and then later down the road, I would go into a store and I would see that product on the shelf. Somebody else's face and name mm-hmm. on there, and selling it and doing it. that was my idea. Um, so when I came up with this idea, it it was simplistic enough where it was something that I felt I could tackle. It didn't have a lot of moving parts and uh, engineering. And I thought, not knowing what this path looked like, not knowing a patent process, not knowing manufacturing, the industry, nothing, um, even startups. I mean, just in general, I was a creative, but I had never taken that leap. I decided looking at my daughter i tell her to try all day long i look in her eyes and i say do your best try dream live grow and here i was stopping myself because i felt like i didn't know so i felt very hypocritical and i thought you know i need to try i need to do what i'm telling her to do and i'm going to be that example and i i dedicated everything to it i gave it my all and she watches me every day um try and learn and grow and you know, we've had good days and bad days and things have gone really well and things have gone bad sometimes. But I really believe that even the bad things that happen are just a way of clearing your path towards where you're supposed to end up. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not a defining moment that you should stop. It's just sort of making it more obvious the way that you need to redirect. And for me, it's just been redirecting and course guiding and being very transparent that, you know, I don't believe in fake it till you make it, because I think that you need to be very transparent and say, it's okay, you don't know, and we should ask. And again, I'm taking it really, really far back to what I'm teaching my daughter, you know, that we should ask and we should grow and you, you don't want born knowing everything. This is how we learn and we become better people and more empathetic to others that need our help too. So that's really what I've embodied during this journey is, is just trying and um, using Google, of course, as a human
0: source. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> the so best less, thing ever. <laughs>
1: I can't. I don't know if I'd, I'd be as successful if we were here in 1985 having this conversation because, yeah, the Internet's a huge um, advantage we have now. And so I really don't find that there's much of an excuse to say I don't know anymore. Um, and that's really in a nutshell what I believe because we have the tools now.
0: Oh, yeah. And you definitely touched on something that is like my mantra or something that's really inspired me over the last year. I don't know if you've read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, She kind of.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. Well, you should, because it's definitely everything you just said is it's just like confirmation that you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, like you said, you had ideas before and then you go in the store and you see it and it's like, man, I should have done it. I should have acted on it. And obviously you needed to experience that to get to where you are now. Exactly. But a lot of times I meet people or and, and just in this journey of entrepreneurship, you know how it goes. There's a billion people and not all of us have different ideas. It's, you know, it's it's very normal for us to have the same idea. It's about that action behind that idea that really makes it become a reality.
1: And even beyond the action, the perseverance. Is really, oh, absolutely. You know, again, getting to know a lot of different
0: entrepreneurs. I kept chanting to myself,
1: y- you won't fail until you quit. So you can't quit is <laughs> the thing you got to keep pushing. And, you know, sometimes it, in this world, you know, things are so fast paced and we want everything right now. And this is a long haul. So it's something that you can't look at again. Like you get bad news in one email. You can't let that shape the future of your year. And you know what I mean? Dictate your success. So you have to really break that down and say, okay. And, and just not ride those waves, those ups and downs and say, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not going to quit. Maybe just stepping away for an hour or two, which seems like such a small amount of time. But giving ourselves an hour or two in, in this day and age, it has to be a a true decision that we make to carve that time out because Mm -hmm. we're so fast paced that saying, I'm just going to step away from this for an hour or two feels like foreign to Mm -hmm. us. And sometimes that's all it takes is just kind of clearing your mind even for an hour or two, and then going back to it because you're working on it 24 seven, it becomes your baby.
0: And that's great advice because we all get caught up and we're and like you said, especially when you're you're juggling your family uh, relationships and you're trying to make things fit in a certain window where you have that time allotted and you want to hear. And I'm sure even especially with you, I'm sure you got a lot of no's before you got yeses. Um, and
1: and the thing is too, again, just is starting. I didn't know the questions to ask. I didn't. So it, that was really the hardest part too. Was finding my way when I didn't even know what what the street name was called, let alone the road. You know, like how do we? Where yeah. is this the road? I you know I had no idea. Which again, I look at now as is, is a really benefit. It's a really cool thing to be able to share my story because I can relate to so many women that are sitting there saying she's different than me or she knows how to do that or that's her world. But I'm, I'm like, no, I'm a consumer. I'm, I'm a Mm -hmm. mom, I'm you. Um, and, and I just decided to take the leap. And so they're really, you know, I'm kind of proof that it can happen I don't have a, a background in marketing or engineering or an MBA or anything of that nature and I just decided you know stubborn basically <laughs> and just I'm gonna I'm just not gonna stop and I'm gonna learn and and be okay with asking and, and asking for help and and getting people's advice and input whether you take it or not you know sometimes you get a lot of advice and in your gut you're saying I, that doesn't seem smart to me I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do or that doesn't apply to me well You don't have to take the advice, but just hearing what the advice is will help direct you to your own course. Everyone's going to have their own path and you just have to decide what's best for you because I didn't have resources either. A lot of people would say, oh, do a marketing campaign and all this. Yeah, I didn't have that. So um, everybody's going to have a different journey, but it's just about staying the course.
0: Yeah. and And I think what really made me want to definitely have you on the podcast and highlight you is because I think there's a lot of times... It's really intimidating when you have to create something tangible to sell and you want to introduce that to the market. I think as an entrepreneur or as a person who even has an idea, uh, a lot of times you are looking for someone who can guide you, who can motivate you and for you to literally create something out of a need which we hear all the time find something you know that's how it happens it's something that's an everyday thing that you need but people typically are very intimidated by even making a prototype like you did before you literally just told us how every step basically got you closer to this step and I think a lot of folks out there need to hear that especially in our audience since it's more women I think they need to hear that somebody just like you had an idea and they made it happen and they're making it happen
1: and, and that's the truth. It's just putting action in it. Get as close as you can and realize it doesn't have to be perfect. Again, my prototype was very shoddy. At the moment, I thought, I thought it was great. You know, hey, I did it. You know, I threw it at my husband and I didn't say anything. Can you do this? And he, you know, he did it in a moment and looked like he should have been on the cover of uh, Martha Stewart magazine. It was, it was, <laughs> it was perfect. Um But it's evolved since then, so it doesn't have to be, and that's the other thing, too, as I I stress to people, it does not have to be something that you would look at on the shelf. It doesn't have to be perfect and pretty and packaged and have all the right words and all the right things. You've just got to move quickly, especially with, like you're saying, a tangible product. Being first to market, someone else might be having the same idea, Mm -hmm. uh, something similar. And again, with the patent process, you have to remain really tight-lipped about it and you can't share those ideas, so you have to develop quickly and you've got to get to market quickly and just move, move, move. And again, for me, it's flying blind because I really didn't know how to get there, but I just I use the resources, everything from LinkedIn to Facebook, to Google to asking business owners that had nothing to do with my category about their successes and failures and what their dreams are and take little bits of information from everybody to build an understanding of how, how I can launch
0: this. So let's talk about HSN. Yes. So you are uh, on their website right now. You've been on the show. You had they were in a, a great contest. Tell us about that experience, how it came to pass and, you know, what's going on with it now?
1: Yeah, well, and HSN, as of last week, we might be calling it QVC now. They were bought out, so I don't know if officially we're supposed to or not.
0: <laughs> oh. but I,
1: I know, it's an it's, uh, acquisition that just happened, so that's pretty exciting. So, we'll stay tuned for that, those developments, yes, too. Yes. Um, HSN put out a competition. They partnered with Good Housekeeping, so two wonderful brands. And they were looking for America's next great entrepreneur with a game-changing invention. And they have a platform called American Dreams. And I auditioned and sent in the product. And about, I think it was 600 or 1,000 applicants uh, started the process. And then they wanted to whittle it down to 12. So we ended up, instead of having 12, there were nine finalists, just because a few of them didn't pass their quality assurance guidelines, because it's again, a tangible product, very hard to get something into market that meets quality assurance from good housekeeping and HSN. Mm -hmm. So I was lucky enough to be one of those nine. And I went on and in December of 16, for the first time live TV and sold our holiday collection. Uh, It did very, very well. And then it was up to America to order, review the product, and vote. So again, the reviews, they counted quite a bit because we wanna make sure that the consumer loves the product and it holds up and it does what it says it's going to do. So we didn't get the results right away. It was several months and in April, is when I returned and I was presented with the award, I received the Customer's Choice Award um, presented by Good Housekeeping and HSN. So they call me affectionately, they Kelly Clarkson, uh, because <laughs> <laughs> the first year winner. Um, and it was fantastic. So that was just uh, April. I, I launched the product in May of 16, to give you an idea of, of timeline um with no inventory just samples i went to new york mm-hmm. city and that was in may so july i started this process with hsn and by december i was on air and april uh so 11 months later wow. i was named the winner and uh the next month in may we debuted at cost plus world market for mother's day so things have been moving very very warp quickly. speed yeah very <laughs> and
0: and that's amazing i mean seriously Um, she's being extremely modest by the way, because the competition was stiff. I saw those folks. I was voting for her every day. Um, (laughs) seriously, I was because I, when I saw your bag, I thought, oh, she's got this. And I know you're in the moment and you're thinking, uh, oh my God, I want it. I want it. I want it. But it just makes sense. And it's something that's easily attainable. I can totally see this in every store you go in. Um, the sky truly is the limit. You got every occasion. You got every size bag. I mean, there's limitless opportunities for what you're doing. And I I just, I think it's amazing. And and to have... Be able to just reach you. Thank God for the internet.
1: Right, right. <laughs> you I mean, know, we really are fortunate. We need to
0: be, stay mindful of that because it really is a huge tool. Mm-hmm. So
1: yes, thank you for the internet.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, but the competition was stiff, and she killed it. And you know, she's oh. been extremely modest. But you guys will see. I'm definitely going to put links in uh, the show notes, and you know, you'll find it on brunchandslate.com. But you know. Aaron is a force to be reckoned with. And that just goes to show, you know, I always say when you are doing what you're supposed to do, it happens effortlessly and easily and it just kind of flows. And for this to happen in a, in a year, yeah. you know, this is just, that's just amazing to me. It,
1: that's, it that's- is. It's, it's a very exciting time. And I think to what what I notice in my own journey, too, because that's something it's very hard to say where are you at? You know, is this the beginning still? Is it the middle? (laughs) I don't want to say it's the end, you know? So um, when I was there at HSN, I I realized I saw a lot of the other contestants pacing and uh, reach like their lines rehearsing over and over. And everyone was looking at me and said, aren't you going to practice? And I said, no, I don't have anything scripted. I said, truly, this is like talking about my baby. It is my baby. Mm-hmm. So if you put me on camera and you tell me to talk about my daughter or, or Go-Go gift bag, I can talk forever about it and go on and on and on from my heart because it's just that ingrained in me and I'm that passionate about it. It's nothing that I could memorize. It would be harder uh, for me to tell you about my daughter if I had to remember a paragraph to say about her. Um and I don't think it would be as authentic. And so I feel the same way about GoGo Gift Bag again. I'm passionate about it. And I think when you speak from the heart, as you mentioned, it's something that just translates. And you believe in your product. You have to because it's it's not easy. And you've got to really uh, treat it like your baby. Give it all you got and hope for the best. And, you know, be proud of it no matter what because it's an experience. It's a journey.
0: So what's like like now? I mean, you've got a lot going on.
1: There's a lot going on, so um, we have some exciting news that we're going to be announcing for holiday 17. So, on my social media is where I try to make all of those announcements. So, on Instagram and on Facebook, it's Gogo Go Gift Bag, G O G O G I F T B A G. And we'll be making those announcements there. So October and November are going to be very, very big months for us leading up to the holiday. Um, and we have some exciting in-store uh, news to share. So it'll be oh, available. Oh, that's so exciting. Yes, yeah. So it's, it's really growing quickly and lots of exciting names and, and lots of things on my bucket list that are being checked off right now. So it's exciting. And I just love that I'm able to... Help other women like me save time, save money, have something that looks better and functions better. And, you know, it really has so many benefits that it's just it really, really is my pleasure to share it with everybody.
0: No, I I don't know if you can hear it, but it's definitely uh, the rain has kicked in here in Houston. So if you guys can hear that at home, the thunder uh, and the. Oh great! You even better. It, a bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's nothing here. Just a normal day in Houston. So, <laughs> you know, Aaron's in California enjoying the sunshine. You know, kicking <laughs> back. But you know, we're here in her in Hurricane Alley. So, uh, yes. but yeah, I am. I am so extremely happy that you were able to take time out of your day and share your journey. And I definitely look forward to seeing what's in store for you, and definitely having you back. Uh, Brunch and sleigh in any capacity uh, so that we can continue to watch you grow. Uh, I definitely recommend that you guys tune in and follow Erin because she puts out great content and her products are phenomenal. So thank you so much, Erin, for sharing with us today. Is there anything that you can share with that woman out there or that person out there who has that idea who is on the fence and not really sure what avenue to go down as far as something tangible. What advice would you give them for how to start or what they can do right now today to get that ball rolling?
1: Yeah, I would say that's a two-part answer. Part number one is make sure you're passionate about it because anything that you're kind of on the fence about, don't do not do it because it takes so much energy and so much dedication, uh, so much drive that if you're kind of wishy-washy in the beginning thinking oh I might and it's going to be a little fun thing um, I would say wait wait (laughs) because it's going to be your life Um, so make sure that you're really ready it's nothing that you can kind of dabble in uh, being an entrepreneur and really taking something big uh, takes all your energy and all your dedication so make sure that you're really invested in it um, emotionally physically mentally and again for me people would always say "I, I don't have time or money I didn't either. Uh, Time, I I have an Etsy store. I'm a mom. And I work in an office with my husband, who's a chiropractor. So I did not have time either. Um, And I definitely didn't have the money to invest. But I knew I couldn't lay down and go to bed at night and not think about this and not dream about it, not want to do it first thing in the morning when I woke up. And so I really had to weigh the options and say can i live with myself seeing it again later on the shelf someone else's name doing it my dream was something that i know i created and for me that that was the thing that i decided i need to pursue this and the first step i would say for anybody that's really serious uh, about pursuing something of this nature is to network with people uh obviously don't disclose an idea to anybody um and go as far as you can by yourself that's the other thing a lot of people said to me right away shark tank and i thought why Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I don't want to give up my equity for you know i mean as much as I have respect for all of the sharks and, and love them dearly, I think that it's, um, it's a service they're providing for people that are saying, I don't know how to do that. And nobody knows, but they learn to right? Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. weren't born sharks and, and just had this unique, uh, that we don't possess it's it's just trying so they tried they learned and you can too and and that's the thing is I think don't undercut yourself based on experience everybody learns the same way we've all been there so I think if you're truly passionate about learning and, and doing it and making those connections and um and doing as much as you can on your own getting as far as you can on your own without making any you know huge mistakes that would set you back go for it do it. You know, go as far as you can, as fast as you can and be passionate about it. And you'll be surprised what you can accomplish. It's just about starting.
0: I agree one foot in front of the other one thing at a time just go for it yeah Yeah, it's true
1: and just keep going and there's it's not a nine to five and it's you know it's you don't take holidays off it's definitely something that's going to consume you but you're not going to want to put it down and that's Mm -hmm. the other thing again when you just can't stop thinking about it and want to perfect it a little bit more and want to talk to one more person or one more buyer and look at one more trade show it's all you're going to be thinking about
0: and doing So it's just
1: Yeah. Once you're passionate, you know, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Once you know, you know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's like, like you said, it's that thing that keeps you up at night. Like, you're literally going to bed, you're waking up, you're thinking about it all day long, and it's gnawing at you. That gnaw is the call. So, if you're waiting for a sign, that's the sign.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And if you don't possess that, if it's kind of like a fleeting in and out moment, I think that that's, Yeah. I don't want to discourage anybody, but I don't think that that's your it. Then I would wait, Mm -hmm. you know, catch the next bus and wait and see what, what comes up next in your mind that you want to pursue. But, um, decide, you know, that you're passionate about it and move as fast as you can and network with people like me, follow me on social media and ask questions and reach out and, and talk to people that have been there and learn from them. Just don't be afraid to ask. I think that that's the most important thing is being transparent and, um, not trying to impress anybody that you know something more than you do. I think being transparent and being vulnerable and being honest about who you are and what your goals are and your dreams are and where you're at is key
0: so people can truly help you. Hmm. Great advice, Erin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It really was a pleasure. Oh, thank you. And guys, this has been Brunch and Slay. And until next time... Have a good one and be sure to subscribe and tell your friends about everything that you love about Brunch and Slay. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.